0: Hello and welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast with Parker Bennett. I'm back. <laughs> and me, Mally J. Welcome back, Parker. Thank you. I bet the listeners are happy to have your your dulcet tones of your voice back on the podcast.
1: I think you did a fabulous job at holding the fort down with uh, <laughs> Mr. Watson.
0: You know, it was different, but thank you. We we tried. Yeah. We tried.
1: It was a great, uh, it was good content. I liked mm-hmm. it. I appreciate the uh, the deep dive into... The value of being an introvert, extrovert in this game of real estate life that we live. Different
0: personalities takes all types.
1: It does take every type of human being to connect with the vast differences that buyers and sellers really, what they are expecting for service, right?
0: It's so true. Um, Excitingly, we are rolling towards the 100th episode. We're not quite there yet. This is technically
1: number 91. I'm very excited to hit the triple digit. That's that's the big leagues. Yeah.
0: <laughs> congrats on having there is, it.
1: There is, like, there is data that shows that like 98% of all podcasts never hit the 100th episode. I believe that.
0: Yeah. Big time. Well, congrats. That's a big undertaking. Well, we're, not there.
1: we're not there yet. No, but I mean, we will. Bearing any issues with our... <laughs> You know, our equipment, I guess. Like,
0: no, we'll make it happen. We'll stand on a soapbox and yell it if we have to. We'll do what we got (laughs) to do. Well, stay tuned for information about that 100th episode. It's going to be a beauty. Something good's going to go down. Oh,
1: if you like real estate, there's going to be some like pork chops of real estate in this episode. (laughs) Delicious
0: morsels. Yeah. Well, we uh, have a delicious morsel for you today. We invited Cindy Burrows and Tyson Storvold to join us here in the booth to talk about their recent transition to Real
1: Broker. Yeah, so that's a cloud-based brokerage, and there's like a very big trend, um, really for the last three years, of agents moving away from a typical brick-and-mortar standalone brokerage, like kind of the one that we're sitting in, Mm -hmm. to cloud-based brokerages where it's a little more work from home, and there's usually some, I mean, I don't want to give it all away, but there's We'll let Cindy and and Tyson describe what, what the advantages of our, of working in a cloud-based brokerage, but there's definitely a trend there. And I just kind of wanted to do a deep dive and kind of explore it. And then we'll bring on uh, owners here of Royal LePage on the following week. And we can go and look at what the perspective is from brick and mortar, like a conventional brokerage Mm -hmm. um, to see maybe what the differences are, what the differences could be moving forward in the future.
0: Totally, I think this is going to be interesting for real estate agents and you know people who don't really know much about the industry because it is a new, it's a new evolution.
1: I would say it's, it's very different than what's been going on in the past. And and actually, it's funny because I was recently speaking to somebody who is trying to figure out. Uh, we take it for granted in the industry, but trying to figure out the structure of realtors operating within brokerages. Mm. So, and I don't think that's communicated very well and maybe on purpose in the industry Mm -hmm. as to like, okay, so there's Johnny, the realtor, uh, who's, you see his sign in front of a house connected to Johnny's real estate, whatever that may be. You know, how is that structure? What does that look like? Does he own that business? Does Mm -hmm. he work as an employee within that business? Like how does that structure looks? Something we should dive into.
0: I think so too. Illuminate that back end
1: want to know something interesting? Always. I don't want to change it up, but I'm changing it up. Okay. Um, we had this dispute.
0: Was it a dispute? <laughs> it was a uh, a disagreement.
1: Okay, disagreement. Let's, <laughs> let's go with a that. A
0: friendly disagreement.
1: Okay, so while I was sitting on an airplane coming home, I decided to do some research on this to see if I was alone in my idea of Kamlupian. Over Kamloopsian. Oh God, I
0: can't believe we're going back to this. I am firmly in the camp that it is Kamloopsian with the S.
1: And I I feel like if you were in English class, that would be the right answer. I suppose. But it doesn't roll off the tongue very well.
0: Bah, that's a matter of opinion.
1: And so <laughs> and so there is a camp that I belong to, which is the Kamloopian camp. That's wrong. <laughs> and I, d- I got some data. So, and I have data to back this up. So, what is it? If you hashtag Kamloopsian, mm-hmm. there's only like 40 some, not nah, there's going to be more now, but there's right. only like 40 some posts with that hashtag. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot more in the Kamloopsian camp.
0: Oh, without the S. Without the S. I'm not mad, but I am disappointed. I'm, gonna get, <laughs> I'm so I'm gonna mad. G- actually. I'm going to
1: get you a T-shirt. <laughs>
0: no, I'm never Hashtag hurt. I'm so <laughs> Oh, I'm seething. But I appreciate the data yeah. as always. You know, I can, I can, I can see that the numbers are supporting your side of the argument, which is wrong. But I, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> That's some good fair and balanced journalism you're doing there. Okay. It's good. Good research.
1: Let's get into this podcast. Uh, Let's welcome Tyson and Cindy to this um, interesting deep dive into cloud based brokerages. My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. How long have you guys been realtors?
2: So I've been... Realtor for approximately about two and a half, yeah, two and a half years now. So
1: okay, yeah, and and you came from EXP.
2: Yeah, so when I got my license, I joined EXP. So I was with EXP for just over two years, I guess, and then yep. uh, about two months ago, I think Something February first yeah. is when we we made the change. So nice. yeah,
1: okay. And Cindy, you've been around?
3: Uh, yeah, I've <laughs> been around um, about three and a half years.
1: Were you at Royal Page at first?
3: I started at Remax. Remax. Like, it was okay. like a blip. I think I was there for maybe two or three months when I first, first started. Okay. Yeah. In Kamloops. Was, in Kamloops? In Camloops, you yeah, betcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And you live rurally, right? Like you live Cherry?
3: Cherry Creek. Cherry Creek? It's Cherry Creek Hillbilly, you betcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you a horse person? No. No, nope. no,
3: I'm not. We are pretend farmers. We okay. have chickens sometimes, right? But really, no. Sounds like a don't bit enjoy like me. the animals. So much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just like the space. Okay. For yeah. some
1: reason, I always thought you were equestrian.
3: No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> no. There's the image I had. <laughs> right? Right? right, just blown <laughs> yeah.
3: up. Exactly. No.
1: Cool. And uh, Tyson, where do you are you where do you reside here in Calmos? Uh Garen Creek. Nice. Yeah. So nice. and Really close, close to the middle. Of yeah, the yeah,
2: super central, which is great. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So me and Cindy probably have this in common. Those short notice showings on Saturday afternoon, they suck. <laughs> when <laughs> someone from Sun Rivers, totally. Garen Creek, Sally just, oh yeah, yeah, I'll just burn down and quickly show you a house.
3: Yeah, right. And we're
1: like, no, it's going to soak me for an yeah. hour and a half. That's my That's day. Yeah. That's the
3: whole day. That's Thank day. you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so you guys recently, um, tell me about Real Broker. Is it Real Broker BC Limited? Mm-hmm. Is that what?
3: Real broker. Yeah, real they broker. we started out real broker BC Limited and they've got approval to drop that now. So we're real broker.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you guys have purchased a brokerage or explain that to me?
3: Sure. So you want know, me to jump into sure. that? Okay. So it's ex- like it's the same setup as EXP and I reference that because everybody kind of knows a bit about EXP and so it's a it's like an umbrella brokerage across okay. Canada and the US. So there's no individual brokerages. So we don't have any ownership or on it whatsoever. We're just the first agents here in gotcha. the interior. Yeah. So kind of hence why you see us putting it out there so much, but we don't have any ownership per se on it. Okay. So we're just we're just fans of it. <laughs>
1: gotcha. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and you guys have recruited some other realtors too. I see there's a, yeah. a number of realtors now joining forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: We're at seven now, Mm -hmm. so. Nice. Yeah, we're pumped about it for sure. excited. Yeah.
1: And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, we're going to get into this in more detail, but it's very similar to an EXP format in that it's cloud-based brokerage. Mm -hmm. I assume that there's a broker sitting in office somewhere Mm -hmm. in BC. Mm Yeah. And they're going to review files and evaluate what's going on from each area. Yeah. Yeah, very similar
3: model.
1: What is it about cloud-based brokerages because right now there seems to be a real trend not in bc like canada like global right that there's a lot of realtors moving away from conventional brick and mortar mm-hmm. um you know like the royal page the century 21 the sutton group like all of these big brands that have been around for a long time right to cloud-based brokerages
3: mm-hmm. right
2: so i guess with that like i the biggest thing like i guess for me i've only ever worked for cloud-based brokerage so cindy has has worked for a brick and mortar Brokerage a for a very short time. So I guess she might have a bit more experience there. Uh, but like for me, like I've only worked for a cloud-based brokerage. So when I joined real estate, like you just compare the fees and that, that, that's the biggest thing, right? At the end of right. the day. And that's part of the reason why we swapped to real broker. So when we actually broke down the fees, it's just, it's hard to essentially pay way more from what we've seen in comparison for a traditional brick and mortar style. When, yeah. especially ever since COVID, it's really like accelerated. I feel like the cloud-based brokerage. Totally. Uh, And I feel like that's even like EXP really took off in, say, 2020, right? And uh, I feel like that's mostly because of COVID, but also it just once again accelerated that, like people working from home, a little bit more flexibility. So,
1: Yep, Mm -hmm. totally. I think uh, COVID was a very impactful process in that. I mean, like coming from a brick and mortar, I mean, I know that brokerages were sweating bullets when they were like, everyone's going to work from home. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, what do we offer? Mm -hmm. What are we Mm -hmm. giving now? Like what? What is, what is the value, and how will that change right. the marketplace as we move forward? Right. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, how long has Real Broker been around?
3: Been around. So it started two thousand fourteen. Okay. Uh, down in the U S and it's just been in Canada for about a year and a half now. So okay. they hit Ontario first. They were in Alberta, I think maybe like six, eight months ago. And then we're just like a month and a half in BC now. Oh wow. Yeah. So okay. new, new to Canada, not new kind of since right. beginnings. Yeah.
1: And it's a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, fast, the fastest
2: growing publicly traded company, okay. like real estate. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Because exp is not publicly traded. They is are it is, yeah. Well. They oh, is, were the okay. first yeah.
2: publicly traded real okay. estate brokerage, and real is now also a publicly traded brokerage as well, and it's okay. officially the fastest growing real yeah. estate brokerage. So,
1: so do you guys buy into that, or do you do you get shares as part of a remuneration strategy? How does that work with? How does that work physically for you for sure. and the Toronto Stock Exchange?
3: Right. So, I mean, Tyson is good with the stocks there, but both is kind of the answer. Um, they they reward you for different milestones. Like every brokerage has their rewards or their awards, I guess, for different milestones. And uh, the big one with Real, as well as EXP there, is that you you get stock awards given to you, gifted okay. to you. Um, and then you also have the stock purchase plan option. So you can purchase in at a disc- discounted rate, basically. So every commission you get paid. They take a little chunk of it if you so choose, and purchase them at a discounted rate for you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So yeah. that's
1: kind of your your exit strategy. It totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's that's retirement, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. The hopes for it.
1: Mm-hmm. And in the in the states, is the strategy similar? Is it like is this this platform that real's sticking with? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty it's, much the exact same.
3: Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, it's the like the numbers for like fees and stuff maybe vary a little bit between U.S. and Canada, just of but exchange rate. Right? Yeah, yeah right. but the structure is just about exactly the same.
1: Okay. Yeah. So aside from physical monetary stuff, mm-hmm. cloud based, right? What do you feel um, adds value for the buyer or seller, right. like your client, right? Or is there any? Is it just another option? Right. Um, Can you guys share some light on that?
3: Sure. So it's like, it's such a good question. And we actually, we, we, Talk about it a lot because really with any brokerage, like where what does that matter to your buyer or seller, right? And I think at the end of the day, like your brokerage is only going to be as good as the agents that are at it, mm-hmm. right? It's yep. it's a name that you kind of tack on top of your realtor license. So I guess what I would say is that real, they've created a really great community and culture that in turn is attracting the right type type of agent. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you're getting maybe. I don't want to say a higher quality agent, but more like-minded. You know, their big thing is work hard and be kind. So they just kind of go for a bit more of a group mentality, help each other type culture. And in turn, you have the support and everything from the back end that you can help with. Mm-hmm. With the client end of things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say that's probably the biggest thing
1: mm-hmm.
3: with them is just the culture that they create and it attracts that that type of agent, similar that, minded people. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Can exactly. I can I fly in from the yeah, side with a question? Please do. Yeah. Just speaking about culture with yeah. something cloud based, how does culture? Um, how do you maintain a culture of of right. work with a group that you're not necessarily physically around? Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Do you wanna-
2: yeah. Well, it's a good question, honestly. Um, I feel like once again, over the last three years, having been with EXP, which is very similar culture as well, um, it kind of opens the culture up a little bit more just because you're not really close to an office. Like I talked to, I like realtors talk to people around the country all the time or across the province, but I feel like if anything, it's just opened up our culture. So we're talking to people across the province all the time, right? Just because once again, I just feel like it's more open to outside sure. of an office space. So, yeah. yes,
0: like calls and networking, that kind of thing. Because is that what you mean by talking to them across the? Yeah, course? like is just it like For instance, in just like
2: we have one tool. It's called just Work Chat. It's pretty common mm-hmm. for a lot of employers, I guess. But Work Chat, we just on there. We have all of the agents across the province. So and Exp was the same. They had it too. But it just once again, it creates that. I, once again, it's, it's a large network that you're constantly talking to people through this, this chat, right? right? And you can call them, you can talk to them, you can do Zoom calls or whatever as well, which you can do from anywhere. Sure. But once again, I think it's if anything opened us up from outside just an office.
1: So, What, what kind of, what, I'm interested, what kind of mm-hmm. stuff goes on in this chat? Like are you guys referring <laughs> clients? Or yeah. Are you discussing like, hey, I, I've run into an issue. Yeah. How has someone dealt with this in the past?
2: I think one of the greatest tools is honestly you can post a question in there and honestly you're going to get like a response usually within like five minutes. Right. And usually it's a pretty good response. Maybe you'll get a different opinion from someone and then a different opinion. You have your managing broker in there as well. Right. So they're kind of checking everything as well. Sure. But once again, like it's a great tool that you can just post a question in there, especially if it's, you know, if there's no such thing as a dumb question, I guess, but you know, sometimes there's a question that's like a super easy question and you just need an answer right now. And then you pop it in there and someone might reply pretty quick. So Mike mm-hmm.
3: it's by far the best. That's mm-hmm. actually why I left like the brick and mortar to go to EXP originally was because they also have this, but right. it, for new agents, like it was the first three months going into it and constantly having to hound another agent or you're managing broker. There's nothing worse than feeling like a total pain, right? Right. So just having this opportunity, cause you have 10,000 mm-hmm. questions a day sure. and then you throw it into this chat. That's like, it's a little thing, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a game changer totally. for like as a new agent, I feel
2: mm-hmm. it's nice feeling like you're not burning like one. Br- I shouldn't say burning a bridge, but when yeah, when you're asking one person questions all right. the time, yeah, you can't help but feel bad, right? So being able to kind of totally. disperse yeah. those questions among a bunch of other realtors and friends and colleagues and managing brokers is great. So
1: I think one of the things that is missing in real estate generally, and maybe this is something that you guys yeah. add value to that brick and mortar doesn't, because I've never experienced cloud base before, right? Is mentorship. Yeah. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: You have a new agent who walks through a building. Right. Technically, you're staring down all your competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really handing you a hand. Right. And then, and then on the flip side of that, I would say, we do. We do lend hands. But I think right. there might be a different perspective. Like, I would probably help anybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But... At the same token, I don't know if they're going to want help from me. Right. Because they would assume that I'm competition. So right. maybe I'm not giving them... I don't know. That That, mm-hmm. that is definitely yeah. foggy yeah. in this industry. Big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I think, yeah. The initial... The first year is a bit of hell if I'm allowed to say that, but it is as an agent. I've never heard an agent be like, Oh yeah, it was a breeze. I just sailed in, settled in and was good to go. Right. It's, it's hard. So yeah, definitely
1: getting to know dynamics of like who, who is the helper Mm -hmm. who is someone I can Mm -hmm. trust. Right. Yeah. 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 I think the
2: one nice thing about real and exp both being cloud-based is the rev share program, which we're, which we can kind of dig into a little bit. Uh, But essentially, the rev share is like when you attract people to Reel or EXP, you get ins- essentially incentive, but from the split that you're paying the brokerage, they kick back some of that split to your sponsor, essentially, right? Okay. So one thing I really found with the EXP as well, I found the community was great. People were a little bit more helpful just because it seems like even if it's not much compensation, it's like when you attract someone to come to a real broker, let's say.
1: There's incentive. You get yeah. a little bit of
2: incentive, right? Sure. So even if it's not much, it's kind of like, I don't know, it just feels, it feels better, right? So
3: Yeah, if they get paid, you get paid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which
2: Totally. And you know. also too, like yeah. the, the long-term plan is hopefully to like build this brokerage so big that all those connections that you built with other realtors and help them, right. like when they're successful – you're going to be su- successful too, right? And the brokerage, so, okay. yeah.
1: mm-hmm. The yeah. Just going back to the, you guys mentioned the culture was to be kind. Right. Mm-hmm. How was that different than EXP? Was that a very similar?
3: Yeah, they, I guess they didn't necessarily have it in a slogan, EXP, but they, like, again, like super supportive, um, EXP was. And there was no... Like there's, not that there's no competition because that would be uh, ignorant or pretend to say, but there's just like the support and same difference just because it's it's almost drilled into you in these cloud brokerages that if you succeed, then the people below you that you've sponsored and so on and so forth, they succeed, right. right? And so I wouldn't say that it's different. Like we only made the switch because real, it's got some financial perks and there's opportunity. It's new, it's exciting. Like say we don't really... I don't really have any downfalls to say about EXP. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, I would say it's pretty comparable for the culture too. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it's, they're both very welcoming, supportive cultures for sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: Can I say the elephant in the room? Yeah. Please have you ever been accused of being a pyramid scheme? Yeah. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Okay.
3: And, I mean, at the end mm. of the day, what is a pyramid scheme is the top person benefits as they bring in more bottom people. Right. So it's mm-hmm. a bit of an ugly word, and they definitely do not encourage you using that mm-hmm. word. For sure. But uh, that's, yeah. that's what it is, It unfortunately right? has such yeah. a negative
2: connotation, I yeah. feel like, with a pyramid scheme. But going back to what we were just talking about with the ref share, like I actually feel like because of their, their pyramid scheme or their structure, structure. Yeah. is a better <laughs> way to say in it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yes, I feel like if anything, once again – Having been with EXP for a while, I actually feel like it's improved that uh, help essentially when you need it, right? And going back to like, I feel like asking for help with people from EXP, like I never felt like we were competing as much, right? Okay. So I actually feel like that structure helped with right. potentially that issue at other brokerages. So
1: okay, and like e- EXP and Camlibs has several of those shapes, right? Like there's yeah. th- the different starters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not yeah, all one big no. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's
3: different tiers for sure.
1: Yeah, so like
2: with EXP, I'm pretty sure it was Eric Potato was the first EXP agent in Canlis here, right? So. so he was yeah. kind of like the OG. So I'm not sure exactly how all the streams work under oh. Eric, but yeah. There's so a like, few there's, there's quite a yeah. few, right? So like yeah. once again, like me and Cindy have no ownership over Real Broker at all. But being like the first agents in Canlis with Real Broker, there is incentive obviously for us to try to build this brokerage in Canlis sure. and kind of being getting in early. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So do you guys look for opportunities to help mentor young realtors? Are you looking, are you actively out there saying like, Hey, come join real, we'll help you get established and get started.
3: Yeah. Yes. And like say recruiting, like I almost fear that word more Mm -hmm. than the pyramid Mm -hmm. scheme (laughs) though. Like that's what everybody says, but nobody wants to be recruited. And unfortunately, um, EXP has given a bit of a bad name to that just because agents get intense. Like you can make Mm -hmm. up ton of money off of the rev share end of it. So I get why agents get intense. Uh, we have vowed not to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we get a lot of people reaching out to us about it, which is lovely. Like Mm -hmm. that's a nice way to do it. Then we can talk and have the conversations because they want to have it. Um, I don't think that we will ever go actively, you know, seek people out Mm -hmm. unless they have necessarily come to us or given us a reason to believe that they have interest is Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of how we're trying to approach it to, to not give it that bit of a tarnished reputation, right? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I don't mean to come across that no. way, but it's just like.
1: That's it's something that needs to be d- discussed. A hundred percent. Like yeah. it's like the
3: pyramid scheme thing, right? Like right. they're words, but um, yeah, like it's. I think it's good because that's exactly right how it's perceived, right? I mean, it's no yeah. different here. Right.
1: It's just that there's only one person at the top and nobody else can be at the top.
3: Right. right. Yeah. It's starting <laughs> another brokerage. <laughs> at, at the end of the right? day, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly.
1: And I don't, I actually feel, I've always felt this way that in a conventional brokerage, right. the problem is, is that. The owner right. of a brokerage, right? Okay, and won't we'll pick on any p- specific one, they're more incentivized to have realtors not sell real estate, right? Interesting. right? Yeah, realtors pay their budget, right? Not real estate. Oh. Statistically, a brokerage doesn't have the value to the client, they only have value to their realtors, right? So, if yeah. they have 75 realtors and it just seems like the cool place to hang out for right. real estate. They're doing well because the fees—the way that they come in. I mean, obviously, the realtors need to succeed in order to pay the bills. To, yeah, to be able to. But they—I don't know if there's a real distinct incentive for a brokerage to have a realtor who runs rampant, right? Or just a whole bunch that just seem to get by, just show up, kind of. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which is is very valid versus only getting paid if the realtors are selling is kind of the opposite side, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it was like. Eight seven years ago, I uh, guess familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm not sure if
2: no, I am. Yeah.
1: Anyways, he's a he's just a dude who speaks. Um, he's actually the reason I decided to start a podcast. He was very ah. pro podcast in the early days. Okay. And he actually did a convention for realtors. Okay. On how to market. Okay. And I didn't actually physically go, but I eventually got the whole um, conference like in a package, and I watched it. And it was really interesting because he was indicating that there was going to be a massive shift in the way that brokerages operated oh. in an era pre-EXP. Okay, and maybe EXP was there, but it wasn't mainstream and nobody had heard of it.
3: Right.
1: And so I was like, okay, well, it does make sense that there would need to be something in this industry right. that validates ownership, mm-hmm. like for you guys, it's a real broker, right. to the agent where's the power, right? right. Where's the power that the brokerage is losing leverage in their realtors because at Christmas time, everybody who's upset conventionally just shifts around and moves to a new brokerage. Yeah. Right.
3: So true. So true. And like (laughs) the
1: compensation is like, okay, well you come over here, you'll be in this office and we'll we'll give you a thousand dollars towards new signage so that it's not all out of pocket. Like there was never really specifically any one thing that was like, When I go to Remax, their back end just makes my life easy.
3: Right. Okay.
1: Or they're all the same. Yeah. Conventionally, they're all the same. And they might have little quirks and little pieces everywhere. Yeah. But I have just felt that there was never really anything until eXp that really changed the platform for realtors. The Mm -hmm. way it looked. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So it's very
1: interesting that that took off the way it did. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it would have if we didn't have COVID. I know. Mm-hmm. I think it, yeah. would have, it would have maybe so waited until the next...
3: It might have took a while. Like, yeah. I think it
2: would have took more time. A yeah. lot longer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: I do remember seeing the massive exodus through COVID. And actually, it was even yeah. at the later ends of COVID where it seemed yeah. like a lot of realtors were restructuring their position, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so, to make it
3: affordable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations on taking that leap of faith. And it doesn't seem like Thank it's you. very different from EXP. So I don't know no. if there's a whole lot of change in the way that you guys get up in the morning and go to work no no, no it's quite we, you similar. know we
2: get people ask like at the, for the first month people were like so does it feel different or whatever and <laughs> I, we were like no it feels like absolutely like no absolutely difference so. at all no right different. because like the model is very similar and like yeah it's just i don't know to me i don't know about you cindy but okay. it didn't feel different at all so no
3: yeah. no just a little less money out of the yeah, account every month which is nice, right? month, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> my trip to yeah.
1: Mexico, you know? right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have conferences and stuff? Do you guys do like, yeah. do you have stuff that goes on behind the scenes? Is there somebody that you look up to at the height of real broker that, that
3: for sure. Can so kind of have
1: like lean on to for, for kind of all the mentorship things. and excitement and motivation.
3: Yeah, definitely. So they do all the conferences, like they do an online as well as an in-person one every year. So that's good. They're big on the getting people together and the events because we are a Uh, you know,
1: yeah,
3: Yeah. exactly. So, so they're big on that. And then Samir is the owner of it. And it's cool because it's at 10,000 agents, whereas like EXP is 85,000 agents. So like, we're still small in comparison, but he's very involved still. So he does like a ton of the trainings and different things like that. So he's definitely kind of like the look up to very sweet, kind, helpful. Like I could call him up and not that he would know me necessarily, but he would answer my call type guy. And then, yeah. And then we have our managing brokers just like anybody else does that, you know, like ours is down in the lower mainland, but same thing. He'll answer the chat. He'll answer the phone call. Like very, there's support. Like there's a ton of support I would say within it and and then the community end of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Very nice.
3: Yeah. All
1: right. That's a, it's an interesting perspective because when you guys left EXP, I wondered if there was something with EXP.
3: Right. If there was something wrong with it in our because, perspective. And I, kind I know of. that other realtors yeah. will
1: probably think the same thing because yeah. when the shift of realtors went to EXP, right. there was a distinct shift, but there was also like these producers that didn't shift. Right. And then some producers shifted.
3: Right. And
1: then that was very, like it was eye opening that there was yeah. like, okay, there's people that this isn't just for new realtors. Right. There's like this other group that's actually jumping on board. Yeah. And then I don't know. Then that was just like a real, for yeah. me, it was a moment where I was like, hmm, "There's actually something going on." That, yeah, um, that maybe should some should pay attention to. Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that's and I think too, like if people would, um, I mean, it's hard, but like if you just run the numbers, like I think for most people, it's the numbers at the end of the day. And then the big producers that have teams, the revenue share, like the agent attraction end is again, like they can be making a mortgage payment just by making the switch every month kind of thing. So yeah, but no, no reason. The only reason we left eXp is because we loved eXp and we see a new opportunity kind of with real for sure.
1: So do you think you guys like looking into the future in 10 years, do you think there's eXp and real kind of like there's Royal LePage and Remax or do you just think that one will dominate the other? A good
2: question. I, I guess I haven't thought about that personally, but I feel like between the two, I, that's a good comparison. I feel like Rolla Page and Remax for sure. Because I just in I don't, yeah. anyways. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I, yeah. I think that would be a great comparison, honestly. Yeah, right. between the two.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I feel like yeah, I think there'll be EXP real and, and a bunch more. of others. Bunch
2: others. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: If I had to guess. And I don't know like if they'll do the same structure where you have the opportunity to make the other streams of income and stuff as well, but if they do, it's going to be the same thing. I don't know why they wouldn't succeed. Like Reals improved on EXP's structure with the financial end. So it'll be really interesting to see.
1: Mm-hmm. If, Did you guys look yeah. at any other brokers? No. No.
3: No, it wasn't a planned move. We wouldn't have, I don't think we would have left if Reel didn't show up. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Came knocking on the door. and.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We,
2: yeah, we took about a month to decide. Cindy was very much for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, let's do this. And then, you know, we discussed it for about a month. And then just one day we both were like, let's do this. We were like, after like crunching the numbers for a bit, you're just like, this is, this is great. How can you yeah. not?
3: Yeah.
1: So you must have had to sit down and say, okay, how are we going to answer questions Right to people who ask the same question over and over? Like, why did you leave EXP? And, right. and what's the difference from a client perspective? Why did you guys move? You guys yeah. have to like kind of figure out. How answer. that was answer was going to be, you mm-hmm. know, reiterated to all your mm-hmm. peers and, and clients. Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's it, we always just say it's we love exp and reels just a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. that's yeah. kind of our.
1: So you guys are still in exp somehow? Yeah, <laughs>
2: <right? laughs> <laughs> you know that's yeah. a big thing too. Like we didn't leaving EXP, like, we're happy that we left on such great terms, right? Because I feel like it's rare. Most people, like you said, they'll hop around brokerages and usually leave on bad terms, right? Yeah. So to be able to leave a great brokerage and be like, they were awesome, but, you know, we're on to something we think is a bit better. It's pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, that's awesome.
0: With uh, just the journalist in me must ask, what are some of the challenges that you've been facing with this switch? Like, what?
3: For sure. I. You know, it's been... It's been pretty smooth. Um, our biggest challenge is that real when we joined, we were the first uh, agents here in the interior. So the interior board operates extremely differently than like the Vancouver board or the Fraser Valley board. And so it was just um, a lot of figuring, like our managing broker and such, they'd only work down on the lower mainland so coming up here getting into our board it was like we had to claw our way in a little bit but we are here now (laughs) whether they want us or not no i'm just kidding they were really great bobby (laughs) shout out to me we all love bobby Bobby. Bobby. she saved us many many days in the first week there but and that's it it was like it was a week of kind of you know, sweat and bullets as none of our listings were showing up and different things like that, but it was just growing pains and it's fine now. But, Mm -hmm. but otherwise, like, honestly, it has not been any different for us a whole lot. So Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: How do you guys feel about the spring market? Oh, yay. (laughs) It's about time. It's about time. It was a long winter. (laughs) I feel like it was really quiet. Like, realtors were really quiet, yeah. like, through the quiet phase. Right. Nobody was really letting on that they weren't, weren't busy. I
3: know. Mm-hmm. But you talk you to know? everybody yeah. now, and they're like, oh, that was hard hay. And you're going, oh, good. It wasn't just, yeah, me. It wasn't just me.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: totally. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's so true. I think yeah. the
1: first offer that came in my way after a real stretch of not doing any business was right. uh, like, we'd listed properties, but nothing was happening. Totally. Right. Totally. And then this agent was like, um, I don't even know how to fill out these contracts anymore. I'm good. like, man, uh, it's so good to hear that. Oh,
3: right. Yeah. Or when the rescission period came in, and I think it was right. at mid-February, and I'm like, sorry, what is this? And it yeah. came in January 1st. <laughs> so, yeah, here, it's, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. It's uh, smart, because I've been in the market for, like, as a home inspector and a realtor, right? like two decades. No
3: kidding. And there's
1: never been a point at which the market has been soft. Like, not like that. Really? It was extremely soft. Even in 08, when the big housing crisis was going on and banks were foreclosing down in the States, um, it wasn't my, my market that. was busy here. Like, our, And I always felt, ah, Kamloops is just sort of immune to booms, really right. big booms and busts.
3: Yeah. And yeah. then in COVID,
1: we had a real big boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was like, hmm, there's going to be a bust. Oh, mm-hmm. If we could have slid yeah. around the boom and actually... In looking across Canada.
3: Right.
1: We were not like, there there was places that didn't boom the way we did. Oh, really? And they didn't bust either. Mm. Um, There's like, my sister lives in Montreal. Just outside of Montreal. And she was talking about selling and moving to BC. Right. And in that real dry corridor, November, December. Right. I was like, your market's probably sucks. You're not getting multiple offers. Why is your realtor telling you you're still going to get multiple offers? Right. She listed her house, gets multiple offers. No way. And as I'm oh, chatting In November
3: with, and December. Yeah, like as I'm
1: Jeez. chatting with I'm them, moving to like, Montreal. You know, yeah. <laughs> they just, they just like. They just stayed level. They just, they, you know, they, they went up, they went up, they went up. They kind of combed over. They right. kind of slowed down. They stayed in there. It's this. Yeah. That comes with a sharp decline. Right. right. And yeah. Vancouver always did that. Okay. Whenever anything happened in the market. Right. These Toronto, Vancouver's, they're, they're either like. Gangbusters, mm-hmm. pull it, <laughs> yeah. or they're just silent. Super volatile, right. super volatile. Yeah, super yeah. Volatile. yeah, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, this is the first time yeah. I think Calm at least in the last twenty years. I've been. Oh, well, that's interesting. Ever experienced one of those kind of phases.
3: Oh, that's yeah. good. That means that maybe it's not going to happen again anytime soon. Is that what you are saying, I Parker? Just
1: feel like we're all <laughs> kind of responsible in yeah. some ways. Yeah, right. Like when the market's good, we, we justify the idea that like, hey, we have to do this. Like this is our yeah. time to shine. Right. And and I'm not saying like we could fix it. Independently. Right. But it's like very <laughs> apparent the next time that happens mm. that you need to get your luggage ready to take a really long yeah. holiday at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And, Saving and your just kidneys. forget about <laughs> it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which so. is, uh, that's good though. I always like anything where you could predict just a little predictability would be amazing in this world. Right. right. Yeah. So hmm, I like it.
1: If you think about all the predictions that were made at the beginning of COVID, right, from people that we pay highly, right, not only in our industry, like Royal LePage has, you know, people that do our predictions for us and give us, like, the outcomes for the future. Interesting. Real estate boards do that. You know, the the province, the the country does that. We listen to people south of the border. Yeah. Man, they're all wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So Nobody got anything right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And as we, like, come out of the COVID crisis, especially for housing, I don't know why we're still listening to them. You guys <laughs> so are so wrong, so wrong in yeah. such a critical point in time. <laughs> that how can we even really come to like take any of what you're saying to be like uh, remotely accurate? Yeah. It's just something we've never experienced before. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Brand new. So brand new for the books for sure.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and I, I thank you for taking time out of your day. Busy realtors got stuff to do. It's a busy time of year. Yes. Um, but I do really appreciate you coming in and we'll have uh Royal page on next week to talk about what the brick and mortar <laughs> opportunities are for the future. And, and this will be like a, a weighing out period for someone to, to listen to both sides from a. Yeah. I'll
3: be That's listening. Awesome. It'll yeah, be. be listening yeah. Too. Good yeah. to hear both sides. Cool.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks,
3: thanks, for, thanks for coming us. in. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Cheers.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to get new episodes delivered right to your feed. And we want to hear from you. Send comments and questions to parker at royallepage.ca or reach out on Instagram at pbrealestater.